welcome. It's uh, it's the end of August, um, the end of a, a uh, an interesting summer for both of us, Pia. Um, thought maybe I'd start by asking, how was your summer? I think you know this, so this is a staged question. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think the interesting thing here is that. We have had very, very different summers. So the experiences of of my summer, uh, I guess, are very different from from your from your summer in terms of what do we mean by having a summer break. Uh, and when people ask me when when I'm I'm now back in Stockholm, so I'm seeing clients again, I'm seeing friends, and you do the kind of catch up. How was your summer? What did you do uh, with? Uh, relation to corona and the restrictions we had there but but my summer has been um i never really turned off if you like i never really had that space that i would normally have which is um a space with i, I suppose nothingness I, I kind of shut down a bit i don't know if that's the right word but i i do very different things i i'm not online i i don't talk to clients i I have a lot of space which is unplanned, a lot of spontaneity. Whereas this summer, I've I've been uh, I've been on <laughs> all summer because uh, I started working with a new client um, about six months ago, and it's been very intense this summer, very very good. So it, it's not actually um, work that is taking a lot of energy in terms of I need to rest from it. But it, it's constantly reminding me of being uh, with other people in their space. So I'm kind of following people uh, that I've been coaching, and I'm I'm very much with them. Whereas normally I would probably be quite a lot in my own space. So maybe that is a big difference for me. Yeah. So um, what we have in common is that we both traveled uh, to other countries than the one that we live in. Uh, which is, I think, pretty unusual for this summer. Um, um, what is also unusual is we've spent very little time together over these last couple of months, uh, hence also the reason that it's been a while since we recorded a podcast episode. Um, we spent a few days together end of July, but apart from that, we... Uh, so you have been very busy. I, in, on the other hand, have had a uh, pretty relaxing quiet well relaxing yeah yeah relaxing quiet ish summer um lots of different things lots of different activities um very enjoyable and the last couple of weeks have probably been the first two weeks that i've had and done any client work since i don't know mid-july so i've had a good five weeks or so I've hardly done any client work. So I think that is very different uh, uh, compared to you. And I think when we we talk a little bit about what to talk about, we we um, I was also reflecting on some of the conversations I have had over the last few weeks with my clients about how their summer was and how, how it's been a, a very unusual summer for, for many people. And that a lot of my clients have said that it was one of the best summer breaks they've ever had. Although 
hardly anybody has traveled apart from within their own country. They've had a really, really nice time away from, um, from yeah, from I suppose the reality of whatever happened before the summer, right? Since March, so Corona crisis and and working from home situation and so on. So, uh, so I was reflecting on the need for rest and recuperation and. So that is really funny. Pia always reminds me not to make any noise during the. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I know. I know. So, uh, so anyway, yeah. So, so let me, uh, yeah. So let me ask you what, where, so, so you've had a very intense period. So, and you're saying because it was really good work right with your new clients you don't really need rest from it so explain it a little bit more is that right um yeah so so i find it interesting to to reflect on what you need holiday from so when we when we use the word holiday what is it that we really mean um and, and to a certain extent i think i i said in the past that this is all about having the freedom, having the space of doing whatever you want, whenever you want. So you don't have to, there no, there's no timetable for anything. There's not, no must really. You can follow the weather, you can, you can choose your company and so on. Now that's not entirely true for, for most people because during holiday times, you, you are quite often in a, in the same context. If you have a family or a partner or commitments that you want to, um you know you you want to be with certain people when you're on holiday because you don't have that time perhaps during during the work um periods but but for me what am i taking holiday from i'm not so sure anymore i'm becoming more and more uh it's becoming more and more um, muddled for me in many ways so I got quite, you know, energized by working with this client. I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to, to shut it off. Or I didn't need a break from that. And then there are other activities, which are commitments to either it could be friends, it could be family, not the family as such, but the activities that are sometimes sometimes required as as when you are part of a family or when you are part of a groups of a group of friends. And you and I, we, we were just talking before this conversation about my experience from um, the other night when I was in a context that I wasn't entirely comfortable with. So I realized looking at energy again, what is giving me energy and what's taking energy, is that similar to holiday? But I don't think that's all. Mm. There, there, is cert- there, there is something about that space where time becomes irrelevant that is holiday for me. Mm. So this is really, uh, yeah, this is really interesting. I, I've got an example actually this weekend. It's Sunday morning now, right? So we're talking, talking on a Sunday morning. And when I was planning my day this morning, I, I realized I have quite a few things that are at a specific time. So there's the, the, the recording of the podcast, which was at a specific time. Then I'm going for a run with my daughter, which is at a specific time. Then I have a bike, indoor bike ride race which is at a specific time and then i'm doing breath work at a specific time 
this is a Sunday, right? And there's lots of stuff planned. Yesterday, I had absolutely nothing planned. So the entire clock was irrelevant yesterday. And I think I really, I really don't mind there being things in my calendar, but sometimes you need a day where the clock is irrelevant, where everything just happens whenever it happens. When you just go with the flow of whatever, so, you know, I spent uh, a few hours watching the Tour de France, uh, which started yesterday, which I really enjoy doing. And it's completely, I mean, it's a waste of time. You might argue it's watching other people cycling is, but it's actually really nice um, decompression time. We used to call it, right? So we probably still call it just um, doing nothing, not even internal work or reflection or no, just nothing at no particular time. So I, when I've been this, when it's been this intense and especially the last two weeks, I think that's when I peaked in intensity and and there were also things coming my way which wasn't they were impossible to predict so it's it's dealing with the with the unknown as it happens and i was very much feeling i was in the eye of the storm so complete stillness and i have some i had something which was also around time i found it more and more difficult to keep time because i was so present in the middle of the storm and to then at the same time keep an eye on the watch, knowing that every hour counted, that was hard work. So it's not being in the eye of the storm. That is for me, at least any draining it's, it's to be present. is wonderful. It's quite easy to be present when you're very, uh, when you're very busy, I find. Yeah. But it, it is, I think it is actually the time. And this is interesting, right? We're not working together on this particular client work. Have we been together I think I would have let go of some of that timekeeping to you because I think that's what we would normally do in the work situation. I don't know. Does it take as long? Does it take a lot of effort for you to keep time? No, not at all. Yeah. No. So, um, so I think one of the, one of the um, issues we have here is the, the relationship we both, I think you in particular, but also I do, with the word, the language around the word, mm. holiday. Yeah. So we neither of us like the idea of taking a holiday from our life, right? Because we we believe that you know you don't take a holiday from life if life is as good as it can be, right? So so if you take away that word, what's um what is true for you is that you've had a high intensity period. Right, and you haven't really been out of that high intensity period yet. So, what are you planning to do to decompress? So, it's not entirely true that I haven't been out of it. I think what I've become better at over the years is to have a day here and there when I'm in complete solitude. I didn't used to do that. I, I know how to do that now better. So I do plan for it. And I have had that, to, to be fair. I mean, um, so it, it's not as if I'm, you know, long due a couple of days on my own. It's, it's not that where I would restore and um, decompress and, and then start reflecting and learning and planning forward. Um, what might be, I'm thinking... 
you know, when I have all of that space, when I'm, when I'm removing myself from the intensity, that's the space where I feel creativity. And that could be creativity for life in general, you know, what I want to do with my life. It could also be creativity, which is relating to client work or to something else with impact. So not clients, but perhaps the communities that we are part of. And that is not happening at the moment. So I'm at the moment I'm living, you can say I'm living of my, um, my stored creativity from the past. So it's not coming anew at the moment. So that's very, very clear to me. Do you feel a need for that then? I like that as part of my life. So if I, I'm missing it, I will miss it at some point if I don't go into it. So it's, I, I've, that's, that's part of what I, I think um, how, how I live my values is, is by being in that space of uh, making new connections. So it's really about taking all the learnings, the experiences, if you like, and start connecting them and perhaps adding a few new pieces from dialogues that we have or something that I read or something that I listen to. So usually when I'm in high intensity, there's no room for, for new input. So my normal kind of sources of inspiration, which, which might also come from, let's say, podcast or something I watch or read, um, that is also limited. So, so all of that is not happening in high intensity f- for, for me. And I guess it's very similar to others. Mm. So to, to kind of step back, and I know you sent me an article, it was pretty interesting because it said something along the lines of, you know, you, you work really hard during the year and then the holiday comes up and that's when you're supposed to do all your personal development. You read all those books and you start thinking about your life and you answer the difficult questions and so on. That's not how it, I don't think that's how it works for me. It's much more, and for you too, it's much more integrated, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there is something here about really being able to take a break uh, and i don't think necessarily in most people's holiday plans that i wouldn't consider that necessarily a, a break because you're still it can it can be very high intensity right holidays so so the sort of the the going with the flow of life to allow for low intensity periods and high intensity periods, never mind whether you call it work or whether you call it holiday, I think is really important. So what you're saying is you're getting better now at planning the, the days that you are low intensity. Yeah. And, and uh, another example of that, which is, again, is this relating to, holiday or not it doesn't really matter i suppose but when i went off to do this one of these um, deliveries that i had with the, with with the client we are referring to and the partner i'm i'm working with in that assignment we planned to have 24 hours of reconnecting before we were in delivery mood let's say so that was a, a space that was a a planned 24 hours when we didn't need to do anything apart from checking in really seeing, you know, what we could take the conversations anywhere. And part of that was about the client, but a lot of that was about, so where, where are you at right now? Uh, and sharing some of the history, uh, talking about the impact that has on now and the relevance perhaps for the work we're doing with this client. So it's really kind of 
connecting and having the space and the time to do that. So it's not planned as in an hour, but it's much more space and you go wherever you want to with that. I'm becoming better at that. And I think, I think you and I are usually quite good at that. We missed out the other day, actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, you've, uh, um, you've mentioned this before in the past, but you call this uh, planning for spontaneity, right? So you, you take um, a, quite a long period and, and, that, and you plan for emptiness and then for things to just to emerge, whatever that might be. So, um, uh, you know, I, I, um, I was reminded, uh, of, of the, uh, in, in a very, very busy, intense period of the ferry journey I took to just, and it's 18 hours planned to do nothing to allow whatever ne- is needed to come up. I think that is, um, that is something that you and I do better than most people, I would say. It's quite unusual for people to plan for spontaneity, to plan for a day complete emptiness, for the clock to to be irrelevant. Yeah. And I think the risk we run in that, be it with you know the, the traditional holiday mood or in the work weeks, what we what we risk running into is we, we plan for all the content, all the things that need to happen, be it, you know, the nice experiences that you want to do when you have the time off or be it the client meetings or um, any deliverable that you have as part of your work. So we are focused on the content and the relationships kind of just have to follow. Mm. So, so when I say, you know, plan for spontaneity, part of that is, first of all, checking in with myself to realize where am I at? Where am I seeing the world the way I see it right now? Because that's coming from me. That's not coming from anybody else. So if I'm, a, if I'm in a good mood or a bad mood, if I'm, I'm happy, unhappy and so on, that will shift my perception of the world and the way I make sense of the world. So if I start with that, if I have time to, to check in with that, I can then check in with others that I want to check in with for you know, whatever reasons. Yeah. And try to understand where they might be and, and how we're going to interact. What does that mean for whatever it is that we're doing together? So, so the advice would be to connect or to, to, to plan enough time for the connection to build, the relationship to explore the relationship before we get into any type of content. Have you heard people coming back to the office and some people being a bit, oh, we have to have all these conversations about what did you do over the summer? And, and then at some point, somebody says, when can we start? When can we stop asking about how was your summer? So is that kind of end of August? Is that when you stop and you can just, you know, be normal? <laughs> I think that's an illustration of the fact that we so kind of switched on to now I'm here, I'm going to start producing and we forget why do we do that check-in? And by the way, we can do that very differently from how was your summer? What did you do? And you start repeating, you know, first week I did this, second week I did that. Well, what if we took that, that conversation somewhere else? Yeah. Do you recognize this with your yeah. clients? Uh, yeah. yeah, another thing that's been coming up in the last few weeks is um, 
there's a little bit of a tiredness. Although people have had good breaks, there's a little bit of a tiredness to, oh God, is this situation still on? I know it's a little bit different in Sweden, but um, I know also some Swedish companies, clients of ours, are having a sort of until further notice work from home um, policy. But a lot of the um, people I've been talking to is like, was this not supposed to be over? And God, are we not? You know, it, it, it was kind of fun, this crisis, but, you know, it's taking way too long. That's sort of the, you know, fun is obviously completely the wrong word here to use. But it's exciting to to be a leader in a crisis. It's high energy and everybody pulls together. And then six months later, it's like people are getting a bit tired of this because a crisis shouldn't take that long. Um, so. So I don't know how that relates to rest or relaxation, but maybe, maybe um, you know, remember when we started talking about how to lead in Corona times in March, how we put emphasis on building enough rest into your daily uh, schedule. I think it's one of my reflections is now is that it's it's still so incredibly important. And probably people are still not doing enough of the building and planning in the time to have rest periods during the day, to have rest periods during the week, to have rest periods during the month. When it's not necessarily that the rest period is holiday or doing nothing, it's like moving away from the high intensity and moving into some kind of other level of activity, of, of intensity. Yeah. One small rest break I was reminded of was um, if you want to take a break from your mobile phone, you need to plan for that break. A good one is to leave it behind when you go out. That's yeah. one. But almost planning for it. We have such good excuses to say, this is not a good time to leave the mobile phone behind because I'm, I'm waiting for something or I need it for my map or my uh, scooter or whatever app it is that you're looking for. That's one, that's one, I think, planned break that I want to, myself, integrate mm -hmm. even more. I think I'm doing it to some extent, but I think I can do more here. And that would probably help me. Actually, did I? Yeah, I did tell you. I took off my, I removed email from my mobile this summer. And this is, this is purely down to the fact that I was working throughout the summer. And I realized this is not this is not about the client expecting me to answer the email. This is about my curiosity to see if something has come in that has an impact on the work we're doing. Yeah. So I I removed it and I felt I needed that because I needed the break. When I wasn't at the laptop, I did not need to be on email with that client. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I think we uh we should probably wrap up. So what uh do you want to do you want to have a first go at summarizing what we talked about? <laughs> uh, I mean if if I were to if if I were to give any any advice at the moment, I would find it interesting to hear what how others reflect over their holidays, to just reflect how was how was the time the summer break whatever you did how was the summer break and what is the impact of that break on how you're going to plan for break 
breaks going from here and onwards. And, and to your point, think about breaks differently from, I think many people follow this school year. So, you know, when the schools are closed and, and that's when you think about that's the next break. Well, let's see if we can do that slightly differently and say, where can I plan some me time? So maybe that's two hours here and there. Where is there a kind of family day or where is there something else? So, so kind of think about the different types of breaks. Yeah. I'm just reminded uh, of a, a story I read in the newspaper of some kind of high-flying uh, couple uh, with three children who went on a like a four or five week villa holiday. It was obviously, you know, how could you do this in these times and so on, that type of uh, media coverage of this couple. So they went on a five week villa holiday somewhere in Italy and then from with their kids and their nannies and whatever. And then the two of them took a break from the holiday for a week <laughs> to travel with the two, the, you know, the couple to leave the kids behind but, and they went on a holiday within a holiday. <laughs> so I thought it was... <laughs> very very funny <laughs> so, uh, that yeah. says a lot doesn't it <laughs> in the past I've, I've talked when I took proper holidays I, I've talked about taking a break from my holiday to do some work you know so a break is very different from a holiday let's put it that way a break is a break from whatever the routine is that you're in or the intensity that you're in or the type of activities that you're in and breaks can be we talked about this in the past micro breaks you know several times a day could be mini or or mini breaks like a few hours a week or a day a week that you don't use your phone or a day a week that you don't look at the clock and then it could be you know um what do you do at a monthly or on a quarterly level to to recuperate to decompress uh from your activities and to plan it in really carefully because that's the one thing that if you don't plan this in it won't happen you know, if we look at our uh, coming up week or the next two weeks and you try to book in half a day of break, it won't happen. Most people's calendars are completely full for the next two weeks. So if you want to book it in, you need to now book it in for October. That's sort of the, the idea, I think. Mm. Yeah. Good. Should we leave it at that? I think so. And, and having said that, I'm having a break for the rest of the day. I have only one scheduled uh, meeting which is a breath yeah, class. yeah, yeah. the same same as me then so I'll see, okay. I'll see you there. <laughs> I have a break until then so I'll see you there okay. 